0: Veterans Voice is a show that connects veterans and active members of the military to qualified guests who help you find programs and benefits you qualify for and discuss housing, education, career training, and other topical matters. Every show addresses issues that affect your life. Each week, Veterans Voice will begin with a story from one of our veterans about his or her experiences in the military. We want to thank these veterans for sharing these stories with us. Call in and share your experience, 781-837-4900.
1: Veterans Voice Radio. Uh, uh, Wolfie and I just got through swimming up Route 3A. Uh, geez, Wolfie,
2: I mean, did it rain much or what? Holy smokes! It gives everyone a good excuse to be stuck in traffic. That they would—it's everyone's first rainstorm. It's the it's first time anyone ever drove in rain. Big,
1: big puddles though on 3A. A lot yeah. of, yeah. lot, a lot of hydroplaning. So be careful, everybody. You're driving home. Be careful. Take an extra 10 to 15 minutes. Just make sure that. Uh, uh, everybody's getting home safe, but uh, here tonight we have uh, kind of a dual-ended show. We have a couple of new guests joining the show. Uh, first of all, our first guest is going to start us off. Uh, comes to us through our good friend Dave Henker. Uh Dave is, uh, uh, as as many of you know, is the director of outreach for the Boston uh, VA healthcare system, and and he's recommended uh, uh, one of his doctors from the uh, West Ross, Roxbury campus and uh let me ask uh dr Jin, are you out there
3: yes i'm right here oh thank great you, you said coming
1: in loud and clear doctor thanks so much for joining us tonight thank you well for the audience doctor would you could you introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about your background and 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 and, and what you do at the hospital please
3: yeah, of course. Um, so thanks again for having me on. Really excited to be here. I work at the West Roxbury VA. I'm the medical director for the inpatient rehab unit. Uh, and I trained at Northwestern in Chicago. And I did my traumatic brain injury fellowship actually at the Richmond VA, which is one of the five polytrauma centers within the VA system. Wow. There's five and Richmond is one of them. It's the closest one to Boston. And I started at the Bedford VA in 2019, and I transitioned to the Boston VA November of 2020. And I absolutely love my job. I've always wanted to work with the VA and we do, I do part of my residency training in the VA. So I have um, very fond memories of training there. And I'm really happy to really explain to the listeners what we can offer and help them get them back on their feet and improve their function
1: what so, wonderful and and if i could doctor uh, dave recommended that we kind of uh, that that one of the first questions is what exactly is rehab what do you mean by rehab doctor so we, we get a baseline for all the listeners out there
3: Yeah, that's a wonderful question. So rehab is kind of, there's many different types of rehab. So what type of rehab I do is uh, physical medicine rehab. And so it's similar to the doctors at Spalding and Braintree Rehab. So we really help people improve their function after um, any traumatic event, like a traumatic brain injury, spinal cord, stroke, or neurological disease. And we work with a team, uh, physical therapist, occupational speech, uh, dietitian. We work with neuropsychologists, social worker, and we work as a team, really interdisciplinary team, together to help the patient improve the improve their function. So my job as a medical director, besides for the administrative stuff, is also just to maximize them, maximize the veterans from a medical standpoint. Like if they have pain that prevents them from doing rehab, from doing PT, OT, or speech. I really try to manage their pain, or if they, if they're, you know, any medical issue, if their blood pressure is high, their blood sugars are high, I really try to manage that to help maximize them medically so that they can participate in therapies.
1: Boy, so so you see a relationship between all of these various um, uh, checkpoints, uh, obviously, that's why you're you're questioning everybody. So you really go through a a pretty uh, complete diagnosis and a treatment process, it sounds like.
3: Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, And if if there's anything that I am not, that's out of my wheelhouse, like if it's a patient with cancer, we have oncologists. What's great about working in West Roxbury is we have all the specialists right there you know, if someone has foot issues, I consult the podiatrist, if their um, their blood pressure are difficult to manage, I have internal medicine. So we really work as a team to really help um, help medically manage
1: them. And, 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 and doctor, are your patients uh, outpatients or, 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 or are they treated more often on an inpatient basis? So I do
3: primarily inpatient. So inpatient rehab is a hospital level rehab and it's intensive uh, therapies. I don't know if you want me to go into it now or we can. Oh, yeah. Yeah, please.
2: Go into it now, but use small words because Wolfie's here.
3: (laughs) (laughs) You guys sound pretty smart. Um, So there's generally three different types of rehab. There's inpatient rehab there's nursing home rehab, and then there's outpatient rehab. So I'll talk about the difference between inpatient rehab and nursing home rehab. Okay. The difference is with inpatient rehab, it's a hospital level rehab. Oh. It's the most intensive, it's a short burst of intensive rehab. Okay. It's three hours of therapy, Mondays through Friday, and then two hours on the weekend that's split between Saturday and Sunday. And you see a physician every single day and to medically manage you. So it's very intense and it's short. It's anywhere from seven to 14 to 15 days. And a nursing home rehab is less intense. It's anywhere from three hours, excuse me, 30 minutes to 90 minutes a day, uh, maybe a few times a week. And you don't see a physician every day. Some except in in the VA system where you do, if you go to Brockton, you do see Physician every day, but so it's a lot. It's difference in intensity and length of time in rehab. Nursing home rehab is a little bit longer. It can be anywhere from twenty to twenty five days. And do you offer? And,
1: do you offer both of those in West Roxbury, Doctor?
3: So West Roxbury only has inpatient rehab, okay. and then the Brockton VA has the nursing home rehab. Okay. And so for and then there are different criteria for for each. Each type of rehab, but I really wanted the veterans out there to really to realize that we have it in West Roxbury. It's not well advertised, um, but we do have a great team. Uh, yeah, I trained at the number one rehab facility in the country, and these and my team is comparable to that team. They're excellent.
1: So, if if someone now, so now people are listening to you tonight, uh, um, how would they go about? Um, availing themselves uh, of the West Roxbury unit? Um, do they have to go through their primary care doctor? Do they go through their VSO? Uh, how, 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 how does one begin that process?
3: Yeah, so that's actually an excellent question. So a lot of times uh, how veterans get into inpatient rehab, whether in West Rox or in the community, is through the case manager. So a lot of times they're already in the hospital okay. and they're ready to be discharged, whether to some sort of rehab. And so the community case managers are really busy in the hospitals and sometimes they forget to refer veterans to the VA. So I always encourage the veterans to ask the case manager, hey, I wanna go to the, can you please send my information to West Roxbury VA? And I can give them the phone
1: number um, out of, people are interested. Yes, please it, do, Doctor.
3: It's eight five seven two zero three three eight three five. And it's a transfer coordinator. So oh. what happens is the case manager will send their information to the transfer coordinator who then will get a hold of me excellent. and then I take it over from there.
1: A- a- excellent. A- a- excellent. Doesn't seem like it's a very difficult process at all, Doctor.
3: No, no, it's, it's really easy. And we just, we really want to encourage veterans to come because there's a lot of benefits of coming to the VA for inpatient rehab that you don't get in the community. Is it okay if I go through some of the benefits?
1: uh, Absolutely. Please do, doctor.
3: Um, One of the biggest benefits is just the camaraderie that the veterans have together. You're with your fellow veterans and it's kind of. It's. I like to, sometimes it's like uh, they banter a lot and it's really fun to see them interacting and just talking about their past experience, their current experience, um, building new friendships. And that's always helpful when you're ill to have that, to be able to lift your mood with friends. And we can also get them equipment that a lot of the community rehabs can't get them like canes, walkers, AFOs. Uh, wheelchairs, scooters. Um, if they need a ramp at their house, we can start that process right there and then. Um, whereas in the community hospital, they just don't have that resource because sure. a lot of times private insurances won't pay for that or veterans have to pay a copay for a lot of that equipment.
1: But and, you don't have to. Your, doctor, do your veterans have a copay or any charges involved in, in, in working with the West Roxbury VA? So I, it depends on their service connection. And it depends on the private
3: insurance, but it is a lot of times cheaper than it is in the community hospital. Sure. And any cost would be would be reviewed to or uh, would be reviewed with the veterans before they come. Because sure. if someone isn't service connected, then there might be a cost. But this, ah, uh, but this service, the inpatient rehab, is open to all veterans, whether they're service connected or not.
2: Okay what What you're saying right now is that you might be a better cost than the private industry. Private industry doesn't do anything that you're talking about, nothing. Absolutely well,
3: they do uh, They do inpatient rehab. I think it's just the... But not to the level
2: system. you're going at. They don't coordinate it. They don't give you a ramp. They don't give you a wheelchair. They don't give you three hours of, you know, the best you can get is a few minutes of, of PT or something. All the coordinated effort you're doing only exists in the VA. I, the, the veterans need to know that. That's not, that's not a joke. That's not a sales pitch. <coughs> Greg and I can't buy that insurance. We can't even buy it, let alone the amount. It doesn't exist.
3: Well, I do want to clarify, the three hours of therapy is a standard. So like Spalding, Bring True Rehab, all those places have to offer that. And they can offer a wheelchair, but the VA won't, char- won't charge them for a wheelchair, sure. whereas in the community, the veterans may have to pay for it. But we do have really good coordination of care, and, because and, after they're discharged from my service, they're guaranteed to follow up either with me or one of my colleagues. So we make sure that they don't fall through the cracks.
1: And, Doctor, how, how many times... Do you go in and and start treating a veteran for problem A when all of a sudden you find problem B and C and D and now all of a sudden you're offering care, total care for that veteran long before he or she even knew there was a problem?
3: That happens a lot. That's actually happening a lot right now in service. And it's, it's. I feel great to be able to offer that because I don't have the restrictions that a lot of the community uh, places do. And I think for me, I just coordinated care with a veteran that goes to Providence VA. It was such an easy coordination for me. And I coordinated care with a veteran from Maine and Vermont. So for me to be able to coordinate that care so easily gives me peace of mind knowing that the veterans being taken care of after with, they leave my service and,
1: and with your experiences you obviously you know are well versed in, in what what is available out there and what the best practices are so uh, the fact that you that you that you cover such a large territory and influence a large territory sounds like they're making great use of your talents
3: Oh, thank you. Yeah, I I loved this. is actually one of my. This is if I could write a job, this is my dream job. I love working in the VA. I love what I do. I love being able to offer the best
1: care to the veterans. Well, they they, they need it and they they deserve it. That's uh, that that's that's for sure. Um, if if I could, let me just kind of go over some of the other uh, uh, uh points that we need to uh, uh talk about here. Um. Uh, uh, if, if so if if somebody is is uh is getting some care uh but they're thinking that uh, gee they need to step up a little bit and 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 is is there can we give you our number again doctor just just uh repeat it so that we we make sure that uh if people need to re- reach out to you they're going to be able to reach out
3: yeah so the transfer coordinator's number is 857 203
1: Great. Okay, doctor. And doctor, if I could, if I could just ask you to hold on for about one minute or so while we just take a quick commercial break, and we'll be right back to uh, finish up. Thank you. Great. Thank you, doctor. We'll be right back after these messages. (music) Welcome, welcome, everybody. Greg Brasso, your host of Veterans Voice Radio tonight. Uh, visiting with the uh, medical director at uh, West Roxbury VA Hospital, Doctor Lee. Doctor, uh, uh, we were going on, and one of the questions that I thought I thought that um, uh, we really uh, I would like to ask. Uh, um, uh, oh boy, and 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 how come that that it is the uh, the best question that we haven't asked yet? Um, who qualifies for West Roxbury VA rehab? That, who qualifies? That was what I was trying to say, doctor, I'm sorry.
3: No, that's a great question. Um, So usually it's you, there's two different qualifications. You have to have a medical need. So a need for a physician to be to see you every day, and a functional need. So the need that you need to have PT, OT, and or speech two to three hours a day, and you have to be able to tolerate the therapies. And so, what I always ask the veterans or any patients is if so. Usually, when a patient is at the acute hospital, so like MGH, Brigham, Milton, South Shore, where BMC the PT and OT will evaluate you and they'll recommend all oh, patients appropriate for inpatient rehab or appropriate for nursing home rehab or home. If, you, if the PT and OT say you're appropriate for inpatient rehab, ask the case manager to send the information to the transfer coordinator, the number I listed below, um, which I can give again, just in case. Sure. Um, but it's it, five- seem,
1: it seems to me like all these services are all in West Roxbury. You're not sending the patient all over the world you're sending them just all over your hospital based on the type of care that they need
3: yeah so they're actually on one unit and the therapist will bring them down to the gym so we have a big beautiful gym where the therapist where the patient will do their therapies and we have all the fun toys we have virtual reality toys we have for balance we have gait training we have all these fancy toys uh, and equipment to help the veterans move better, improve their function. So for example, if a patient is an amputee and they need to learn to maneuver better now with one less part of a limb, we have a lot of equipment for for them to try out, to help them get home safely. If someone had a spinal cord injury, we have a spinal cord unit. If someone had stroke and they're weak on one side, we have a lot of equipment to, Help them move. Teach them how to
1: move. Get them stronger. Well, wow, that's. I'm, I mean, that's. As, as Wolfie uh, had just said a little while ago, uh, there, there maybe isn't even enough money to buy the type of coordinated services that you're offering, uh, all under all under one roof, without going to fifteen different clinics or hospitals, or waiting three months between uh, appointments. It looks like you might wait. A half an hour between appointments.
2: (laughs) A half hour. If you go to study your left foot, they tell you to come back in three months to look at your right foot. A half hour would be a miracle.
3: Well, they actually come and stay in the hospital for anywhere from seven to 10 days. Sure. But during that time, if they need other coordinated care, we coordinate it for them right there and then. Like I have a patient that's about to go back to Providence. I have all of their outpatient appointment coordinated just by emailing their primary care. And if they are within the Boston healthcare system, I actually go find the service and they'll put an appointment for them right there after discharge so that they have proper follow-up. So the coordination is I have to say better than anything. Like my parents live with me and coordinating their care is hard. I'm pretty healthy and coordinating my care is hard, but coordinating the veterans care is by far the easiest thing.
1: Well. Uh, especially with all the knowledge you've gained over the uh over the years and i and i know uh I, i've met so many of the people within the va healthcare system it's uh it's truly a great group of individuals that are uh that are there because they want to be doctor it seems like they all have the have the passion of 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 wanting to help out and that's exactly what i'm hearing from you oh yeah
3: i absolutely love the veterans and i i call them often i follow up with them there i love when i follow up with them outpatient and they've improved it's it's you know a highlight of my day Uh i really i really really love my job and i i know i i don't want to seem too cheesy but it is it's serving the veterans i really feel like i'm giving back to the community
1: Uh, and when you're doing something that you really love that you believe in it's not really like going to work it's going to just going to do what you like to do every day and that certainly uh comes through with uh with your exuberance and uh uh just just the the knowledge of 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 just about every facet that goes on within the veterans care it sounds like you really uh you really cover a lot of bases in your uh diagnosis of each veteran yeah
3: yeah we try our best and i think we do a really good job i all the veterans seem really happy when they leave. They definitely leave stronger, happier, and they're safer. Their families feel more comfortable. And I think, word, you know, I, I'm really happy that the VA here offers that service. I have to say, West Roxbury is the only VA within our VISN. So within so the vision is from Maine to Connecticut that has inpatient rehab. Wow.
2: You just added so, a real key word. You said the families feel better. Everybody always yeah. leaves that part out. That's uh, the family serve along with the vet. So thank you for doing that.
3: Yeah, we actually involve the family a lot. We really keep try to keep the family in the loop, and if family training is needed, we bring them in.
1: Very good. Well, uh, doctor, I, I want to thank you. Uh, how how was that? How did you feel? You you, you seem to get through that pretty uh, pretty uh, unscathed, doctor.
3: <laughs> um, I'm sweating a lot.
1: Oh. Well, that's okay. The next time it'll uh, it'll get easier because uh, I'm I'm sure you're gonna want to come back on, and we'd love to have you back on. And, yeah, uh,
3: we'll, I love know, to come on anytime.
1: You know, we'll we'll coordinate with that with Dave. But, doctor, anytime you're running a special clinic, or you have a special promotion, or a special event, or a special program, please let Dave know. To to uh, uh, you call me direct, and and Wonderful. make sure that you reach out to us. And uh, you know, but because by by us um, sharing th- with the world what you do, it 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 makes everybody a little bit uh, a, a little bit uh, smarter. Uh, although me and
2: Wolfie are pretty much no, yeah, it didn't no, help. It didn't no, help us.
1: No, we ain't around with smart people though, Doctor.
2: Greg wrote that down with a pencil on his calendar, and I wrote it in my notebook. And it took me three tries to get your phone number right. The <laughs> eight five seven two oh three three eight three five. There's two cross outs on it. Not too bad. <laughs> That's Only not too bad. Yeah. I read not, them not,
3: pretty fast. Not, you not guys a, are awesome. Thank you so much. I really appreciate you giving me this time and platform. Thank you.
1: Oh, we love we loved having you on, Doctor. We look forward to having you, having you back on. So you take yeah, care definitely. and have a great night there.
3: You too. Bye guys. Thank
1: you. Thank you. Boy, what uh Y- it's you so know,
2: impressive. Whole care, whatever you could, call it, they take care of everything—the family, the thing, the mental, the physical follow-up. It's not in the private I- no industry anywhere. No, they give you a prescription and throw you out. No, not,
1: not to mention little things like hearing aids, free of charge, glasses. Two
2: pairs a year, free of charge. She says this was great. She says it's the same as p- private industry, except we pay for the wheelchair. Yeah, yeah it's the same. It's almost the, the same. Pay six billion dollars <laughs> for a wheelchair, but it's the same. Yeah, that was good. I
1: like that part. Oh, uh, she was. Uh, th- she was. She was great, and she's got the uh, the experiences of uh, of be- best practices at, at a various locations. So, time for a halftime break, folks. We have. Uh, this, this coming up this weekend is uh, a weekend or, or a special time that I- I'm surprised in seven years we haven't addressed. It's Purple Heart Weekend. Wow. And, and I, oh, I think uh, we, we have a gentleman calling in, Bob Gardner, that's going to call in to talk about the Purple Heart and what it means in a, su- in, a, in, a, in, a, in a ceremony that we're going to this weekend. But, Ben, why don't you take us away, kid, and we'll be back to continue with tonight's Veterans Voice Radio. Take it away, Ben.
2: Eligible for TRICARE? It doesn't get better than U.S. Family Health Plan, a terrific TRICARE choice for military families and retirees. You get all the benefits of TRICARE, plus some great extras like chiropractic care and a 24-hour nurse advice line. With U.S. Family Health Plan's large network of civilian physicians and hospitals, it's easy to find a great doctor. It's free for active-duty families, and for military retirees,
4: it's very affordable.
2: Find out more at U.S. Family health.org or call 1-888-815-5510. That's 1-888-815-5510. It wouldn't be summer at Sullivan Tire without a Grand Slam Tire sale. And boy, this is the one.
0: That's right, Paul. Sullivan Tire is amazing deals you won't find anywhere else. Buy 3, get 1 free on all Yokohama tires in stock, or buy 1 and get the second at 50% off. Plus, free installation with the purchase of four Michelin Cross Climate 2 tires. Great deals on other popular tires. See SullivanTire.com. We're always here to get you there. Let's go you Red Sox.
1: Welcome back, everybody. Greg Brosser, your host of Veterans Voice Radio. Uh, it's uh, We're only uh, two out of the three wheels tonight. It's me and Wolfie. Chuck uh, is uh, still stuck at VA uh, uh, out in Bedford. Something's going on uh, with, with this COVID stuff. Something's happening that Chuck's uh, uh, going undercover. Some secret mission up there. We didn't really have time to chat, but he's... Uh, he sends his condolences uh, uh, to everyone, but uh, uh, so that's why there's uh, there's only two of us here tonight. But uh,
2: I figured th- the tank wheels rusted in the rain.
1: They they, they could be rusty. He, uh, he, he he did sound like he was kind of gurgling a little bit, like the the <laughs> turret was filling up with water. It or leaked. Something, the tank know? leaked. Yeah, it's got a sun pump in it. You know. You he, know? He opened the skylight. <laughs> but uh, uh, this weekend is a, a weekend that we haven't talked about. Uh, 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 in the seven years that we've been here we've we, we've had a lot of topics of a lot of shows but uh our guest right now is uh gonna gonna kind of enl- enlighten us uh, uh and bring us to a subject uh that 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 we've not addressed and that is uh the subject of the purple heart but uh Bob Gardner are you out there buddy yes I am bob thanks for calling in tonight well you're welcome Hey, can you can you let the audience know uh, who you are and uh, what you're all about? Well,
0: okay. Uh, I live in Franklin, Massachusetts. Uh, I am a uh, Army veteran. I was uh, in Vietnam. I got the Purple Heart while I was in Vietnam. Um, I was there in the early days, uh, 1967, and um, uh, that's kind of my background. I I do a lot with the uh, Veterans Council here in Franklin. And um, I'm working with them now on the uh, celebration for Purple Heart Day.
1: And, and, and what is the, uh, what are the parameters of Purple Heart, uh, 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 re- receiving a Purple Heart uh, uh, from the United States military?
0: Okay, well, the Purple Heart has a storied history. Um, it is the nation's oldest award. It started as a little purple ribbon that George Washington designed. Uh, purple being the color for valor. And uh, it was awarded for meritorious uh, military merit or meritorious service. And only three of them were awarded during the Revolutionary War. And it remained in sometime use until uh, Douglas MacArthur, then the Chief of Staff of the Army, resurrected it in the 1930-31 time frame. And he had it turned into a medal. And the medal was created with the image of George Washington on it but it was still an award for military merit, but added to it was wounds received in action. And it remained that way and remained a strictly United States Army Medal until 1942 when FDR changed everything by extending the award to all the services. He dropped the military uh, merit part of it and made it strictly an award for wounds received in combat and uh, and the award could then be awarded posthumously. So that's the history of the Purple Heart medal and um it's also awarded to uh those who have been uh injured in terrorist attacks or in peacekeeping activity.
1: Wow, well, it 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 covers a lot of bases but uh I- interesting uh, that FDR... um seemingly to me uh had the foresight really to expand it to uh to to include uh all that are covered in today's world
0: yeah it is it is a, a very historic medal in fact if you have a chance to see one and you look on the back uh, of the medal it says for military merit it doesn't even mention wounds
1: wow wow well and so now so now you're going to have a gathering uh this weekend uh Uh, Bob, what's going on this weekend?
0: Okay. Well, 2014 was the first purple heart day. The nation celebrated purple heart day in on August 7th, 2014 in Franklin. We had our first purple heart day commemoration last year. We had a, uh, ceremony on the green this year. We're having it indoors. Uh, we're being hosted by the, uh, Franklin lodge of Elks and, uh, We're going to have a luncheon uh, and we are going to uh, honor a a selected number of our own Franklin veterans who are Purple Heart recipients. Um, It's a luncheon open to Franklin veterans and, of course, the Purple Heart veterans and their families. Um, And coincident with that, we're going to have a kind of a unique uh, 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 thing going on, the uh, organization called Quilts of Valor will be in attendance and uh, this is a wonderful group of people that get together and uh on a nationwide basis and they recognize various uh, different veterans by presenting them with a handmade quilt i happen to have one that was presented to me back in 2015 at a unit reunion that i attended down in jacksonville florida i'm extremely proud of my quilt it's a beautiful piece has my name on it, and uh, so uh, I think um, about eight of our veterans will be receiving quilts from the Quilts of Valor as part of the ceremonies that we're going to do on Saturday.
1: This first time, Wolfie, I, I don't remember hearing Quilts of Valor. Have have, have you no. he-
2: heard of that before in our years here? It's the right thing to do that way, have something big and personal. The, the best part, you said it was personal. That's really terrific.
0: Ben, you... you yeah, that's you, correct. Each you, each quilt is personalized it, uh, with the with the veteran's name on it. And um, when I received mine, my, my unit from Vietnam uh, started out being very small, and it's unfortunately smaller still. So it was a very informal ceremony. Um, and I still have memories of us prancing around on this man's deck with the quilts draped around us and feeling so very proud to, to have them. It'll be a little bit more formal, I think, uh, in the setting of the Elks on Saturday, but it's the same idea, uh, and it's, it's a tremendous honor to receive one, and it's a wonderful thing that they do year after year presenting them.
4: Very true. And uh, uh, I just want to chime in a personal story. Uh, My grandfather was in the National Guard and before he passed away, I think it was actually 2016, 17, I want to say. Uh, He just passed away about a year ago. But they went down on their annual trip to South Carolina. They always do. it. He meets up with all of his old friends and they surprised him. With a quilt of valor, and it's exactly like you said, he absolutely had no idea someone had even put his name in, and those wonderful people put one together, his name on it, his rank, everything, a little bit of history from his service days, he served back during the Korean War days, and uh, I mean, it was just so profound for him. And even for the rest of us as the family, just getting able to see that smile on his face from a guy who never really spoke about his service much, it was something to see. And if it made him feel like that, I can only imagine what it did for every other veteran out there who's received one.
0: You're absolutely right. It's a very special honor.
1: Now, is is this not just for Vietnam-era veterans, is it, or is it, primarily that error or what, what What? time frame do you folks uh, honor, uh, Bob? Now, we not that you honor, ceremony, but you know
0: what I mean. Or the of, I'm sorry.
1: Yeah, not that you honor, but you understand what I mean.
0: Yeah, the uh, the uh, celebration, the commemoration that, that Franklin is having uh, will be for veterans across the board. Uh, several of our veterans uh, who are being recognized uh, having received the uh, Purple Heart are from Korea, World War II, Vietnam, um, and uh, so it, it, it goes across the, across the board. The Quilts of Valor, folks. I really don't know. Uh, I know that one of the quilts is going to a Marine who uh, was uh, in the Iraq Afghanistan okay. uh, campaign. Nice. So nice. I know that I know that the awards uh, have proceeded forward. Whether or not they reach back to World War II veterans. Korean veterans, I could not say.
1: Well, it, 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 at, at another time, Bob, let's have you back on. Let's let's get into uh, how someone would get nominated for a quilt. Um, it doesn't doesn't fall out of the sky. There must be some sort of process, and uh, you, you know, maybe maybe we could help generate s- some more awareness for you, Bob, on an ongoing basis to uh, you know have you on every every couple of three months or so. Just, just talking about, uh, you know, the Quilts of Valor, I, th- I think they just, it's, it, it's a terrific yeah, program. it
2: really is, not you know, we're in the schmutter business, the textile business, and we have a lot of people that quilt, and they would love to have a legitimate, you know, honorable reason to make the quilt. Boy. So, you know, I'd no, like to I be think, part I of that, too. I think that's a wonderful boy. idea. I yeah. think that's a great idea.
1: Yeah, Wolfie's family's from the fabric business, so uh, he could uh, put together some strings, so to speak, and... Uh, yeah. And uh, now, are these like a a patchwork type quilt of all bunches of little squares? Is that what I'm imagining?
0: Yes, that's right.
1: And and um, where, where do you know where there might be one? I bet quilts of valor—they must have a website. That's
0: correct.
2: They do. And you know what we did with, with the quilts and stuff? We did some family things, and they took some of the old hockey jerseys, because I certainly didn't need those anymore, and some of the rowing things and some of the veteran things that we did, and they made a quilt out of personalized items. It wasn't just random patches. Wow. And boy, is that wow. meaningful.
0: Well, as I said, Quilts of Valor is a national organization. It's a separate entity. They have their own yep. uh, rules and bylaws and methods of doing things they have regional uh, representatives and local representatives so i think reaching out to them via their website uh would be a great way to draw attention uh to the good work that they do
1: i i, I think uh, that's that's just what wolfie and i need is another mission because we're not yeah. Uh, yeah, we're we, you know. <laughs> we we have a day between saturday and sunday we're looking to fill up bob you know so uh, if you could help us fill that extra day out, that uh, it's just what we need. But hey, if if it's there, we got to do it. I mean, we can't say
2: no. We get, we got troops. We got troops to help out with that. And Greg Greg can sew. Go. He can't needle, but he can sew. <laughs> See, I made him laugh. But, <laughs> and our inabilities. They all laugh at our inabilities. How oh, is that okay? That's as smart as we get. That's, it. <laughs> that, that's as good as we get. Uh, Bob. We, we got to hang up
1: now, Bob. Yeah. <laughs> but uh Bob, I uh, can uh, is the public invited uh, uh would, would would they call uh uh the Franklin VSO's office to uh get a get a ticket or, or attend no, or I'm, is it already uh what what's the status, Bob? It's
0: it's, it's already booked in and it was uh uh, this year's event was extended only to Franklin veterans.
1: Okay, okay, that's that uh, that that's fine as long as I uh, know which foot not to put in my mouth uh, and invite uh, all those people from uh, you know from Mansfield or or Foxborough or uh, whatever. So uh, Franklinites only. Uh, we're 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 going to be happy. But uh, look forward to seeing you this Saturday, Bob. Uh, thanks so much for inviting me and. Uh, um, I'm looking uh, forward to meeting uh, the eight recipients that, that uh, you're going to honor this Saturday.
0: Well, that's wonderful. Thank you.
1: So- sounds great, Bob. Thanks so much for calling in, and let's, uh, let's continue the conversation and have you on again real soon.
0: That's great. Thank you very much for asking me.
1: All right, Bobby. Thank you so much. We appreciate it.
0: All right. Bye-bye.
1: That was uh, Bobby Gardner from uh, Franklin. Uh, uh, that was uh, courtesy of Dale Kurtz's office. Uh, Dale Kurtz is the Franklin and Avon VSO. Uh, he's been uh, part of our group for, oh boy, 10 or 15 years. And uh, uh, Dale recommended that we, uh, that we have Bob on to that talk was good. about. And you know that was why good. we haven't had it, Wolfie? Because he said it's only been three or four or five years that Purple Hot Day exists. That's what. That's why we haven't had it.
2: It takes us that long to get into it. Oh,
1: not bad. Three, that four was years. that was
2: faster than anything <laughs> else we've done. Oh boy, Ben, why don't we uh,
1: scoot on out of here quickly so we can uh, get back and because uh, we got a full uh, list of uh, events coming up in the next couple of weeks. So uh, uh, come on back, folks. Get your paper and pencil ready, and we're gonna be uh, we're gonna be shouting out some great dates coming up in the future. So take it away, Ben.
2: Yeah, we are. Gold medal, we just won the gold medal. Lithuania doesn't even have a team. Latvia does, but we don't even have a team. Does that tell us anything about a heritage? Wolfie, it's our calling, brother.
1: <laughs> Let's start rowing. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe we can. Ben, how long would it take us to row to Japan?
4: Yeah. I think you could probably be there by, let me just uh, do some math here, carry the four. How many, uh, are you guys both rowing together or no, one no, by no, one to the rest? He faces
2: one way and I face the other way because it's pointed at both ends. So okay, that, that factors
4: a lot here. Hold on here. Do some math. The four, that's a two. I think you guys can make it by six years from now if you hurry now.
1: Six, that's not bad. we would make it for the, let's see, what year is this? 2021, or so 2027 Olympics.
4: Yeah, you'll be just in time. We'll It'll
1: be just, great. We'll be just in time. Boy, we'll be in good shape too, Wolfie. Yeah, you have
2: the international date zone, the international year zone. We'll so just we keep can going backwards. It. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good luck, guys. <laughs> we just keep going backwards. We're going to row on the street to the Hull Lifesaving Museum tomorrow, though.
4: But, yeah, uh, that's going to be really fun.
2: Yeah, so tomorrow, Wolfie, we're uh, going down the Hull. Yeah, yeah, we're going to be at the Hull Lifesaving Museum <laughs> for the Veteran Coffee. It's 9 o'clock. It's at, I just said the Hull Lifesaving Museum. It's all right. Our friends don't know I said it. They the already museum. forgot 11, that
4: 1117
2: yeah. Nantasket Avenue, yeah. right? At 9 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. And we're really excited because the Dr. Joe show has a couple superstars on it, and Mark Stiles or Mark Style Laws is going to come down and talk about proper planning uh, for family and legacy. So Greg said, it's The end of life. It's not afterlife. So I went to Mark, and I said, Mark, we need to talk about afterlife. How do you talk to your kids? How do you talk to your wife? What do you want to think about? And he he was a little dumbfounded, but I think he handled himself well. He goes, well, we can look into that. And finally, Greg rescued me and said, no, end of life, not afterlife. So I have the afterlife lecture, which you could come to. It's uh, a breakout session. <laughs> Matt
1: doesn't even call it end of life. He calls it yeah, something he, like hoi polloi, like, uh, yeah, he said, like uh, dying
2: with dignity or,
1: legacy. or
2: get, get legacy. your ducks lined up or something. Yeah, proper planning for family and legacy. I, I oh, have to see? read it because I can't even remember that.
4: Look, all of our WMEX and ATD listeners need legacy ducks. It's oh, all I know. I and your do. ducks got to be in a row. So legacy ducks got to be there.
2: Oh, yeah, uh, so we're really excited. It, you know, we're kidding around, but that's important stuff. If you blow that stuff, everybody, it's well, terrible. Y- you know, because
1: yeah, yeah, as, uh, I mean, you, you, the crew down, down in Howell, Wolfie, it's, it's, it's senior. Oh, a yeah, we're no kids. Vets. Yeah, it's all mostly, well, you know, a lot of Vietnam. Vets, and they're concerned about having all their ducks in a row so that if something happens, the vets, they, they, they got their, their their box at the end of their bunk, bunk bed that's with sense. everything in a row. Yeah. Everything's folded. Everything's neat. Everything's all lined up. Everything's everything. And now all of a sudden,
2: whew, everything isn't. everything's not in a row. Yeah. It's it's not that... I'd like Greg and I to take credit for that, but it was Dave Irwin, Paul Dunphy, and those guys, Jimmy Petrola, they said, we need to have that. We didn't come up with that idea. They asked for it. The,
1: on, the only thing that we did was we asked them what, what they needed and what they wanted. Yeah. And that was what they came up with, that and archiving our shows, Ben uh is is a, a definite uh, uh announcement i think we need some uh trumpets blaring we need the uh the chariots charioting we need uh we need all of whatever but uh after uh only seven and a half years uh uh ben why don't you uh introduce uh, what's going on
4: well, it's true. Only seven and a half years later, and a couple of those years with Benny at the helm with you guys, we're finally archiving our shows. And now, yes, folks can go to any major platform. Right now, it's on Spotify. It's about to be on Google Podcast, Apple iPod Podcast, the whole nine yards. We're talking Veterans Voice Radio. Each show going backwards, of course, as they happen, will be posted on that page, and folks will be able to play it on their smartphone, their speakers, or wherever podcasts can be found, and I think that's pretty cool.
1: Well, Ben, and, and they could also go to the WATD website, uh, WMEX website, and, and, and click on the link, and that would bring... Bring the 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 user onto
4: the. Uh, that is correct. The, the, tell, the tell us no, how to is, do that again, because I can't do this, Spotify. Th- and, this is all literally so right now, brand new. It just launched today. Greg literally oh, watched wow. me do the final couple of clicks to launch I everything. Cut the cord he really did, folks. Oh God, so I that's would say insane. by next week, because we're about the end of the week right now. Starting Monday, you will be able to go to wmexboston.com and nine five nine watd.com to find this podcast easily clickable links oh guys i love it when you don't have to download anything you just click it it plays and you can just put your phone down and be like good play and and next thing you know you're up to date on all the cool things in the veteran world
1: well and and the guys at um uh at at hull said well gee you know it's getting kind of late for us uh seven eight o'clock you know where, where where whatever it sure would be nice if we could come back and listen listen to it on our leisure. So, Ben, thank you for the great work of uh, putting that together. And uh, we've been working on it for a while. And just assign them, many more things to come here. At uh, 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 Wait to, wait till our 15th year. We'll, we'll, we'll have a pencil with <laughs> we'll, our
2: name on it. By we'll we'll be on years.
4: TV, radio, newspaper, you name it. We'll be. Oh, maybe the newspapers will have videos by then.
2: Oh. You, you'll just be able to think it and you'll be able to get
4: it. That's right, that new TeleLink.
1: <laughs> so, so tomorrow, Wolfie is uh, uh, batting up your hat
2: batting yep. down the hatches. We're going down the hull. Yep, and we're going to walk the plank. Anyone that doesn't come has to walk the plank. Um, uh, attendance is mandatory, and of course, it's free membership to the Life Save Museum. There's an art exhibit going on. It's closed to the public, so we get to see the art exhibit for it free. It is a be- Wolfie, the museum. Oh my God, that's the best! It
1: is history. spectacular. It's, it, it's not history from. From from uh, Mesopotamia, it's, me- it's 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 history from how? It's a legitimate it's start us- of the Coast Guard. Oh, b- Boston, here it is. That's yeah. right, yeah.
2: Captain it's Joshua, Joshua James. Yeah, yeah, it's Joshua James, the beginning of the Coast Guard, and the original uh, lifeboat is there. In the original breeches Boys and all that, it's it's like Greg said, it's it's his, it's current. It's our lifetime. What happened in our lifetime? It's thrilling. Yeah,
4: that's right. It really and if, is. if folks don't know the story about Captain Joshua James, you really need to. This guy was one of the first to assemble a team, sit on the beach with their rescue equipment ready to go, and just sit back and wait for the imminent <laughs> disaster that was about to happen on yeah. the Hull Rocks. What this, what How many
2: the sick?
4: They're bastards. Cold, you know, let's, cold, uh, oh, let's,
2: let's wait till well, the There was so
4: many people. I mean, it was just like, well, Six, how, how much longer do we sit here and let people just wash up on the beaches and lose all the ships? Let's just yeah. go save them. Go yeah. get them. I think so that's 650 wonderful.
2: 650 lives, it's still and, a record.
1: And how did they go out time and time again, never lost a member of their rescue crew? And that was horse-drawn team oh. into the waves, launch it into the freezing cold. Folks, what they did was they had a cannon. Yeah. And they shot a cannonball over the the ship in distress with a little string on it. Yeah. And so the cannonball <laughs> little string he says. with the little <laughs> string, but then they pulled the little string and it turned into a big rope.
4: That's yeah. right. They utilized the a huge food. pulley and, and, system, and
1: that's how they set up the yeah. the lines to rescue these. Oh, oh, so how cool! How could they do that? So cool. Consumable. How could they do that?
2: And the rent's picking them up in the lifeboats in the storms. It's it's some really and, skill sets. And
1: the original boats are there.
2: Yeah, the original boats. High sides
1: and the boat. Boy, you could see yeah. how they're built for that kind of yeah. that, that kind of yeah, weather. Yeah, it'd be
2: pretty rugged guy to roll that into a storm. Oh boy! Holy smokes! But how
1: about the rugged guys coming here next Thursday, Wolfie, for our eleventh yeah. drive-through?
2: Is that the eleventh 11th one? Eleventh 11th drive-through, oh, Wolfie. Gosh. So it's Thursday noon to two. Um, We'll have the trailer out there already. tons of food. Um, Here's the thing that that I'd like to say that Greg and I were smart enough to do all this. We'll take credit for it. Yeah. Some of the neighbors, a lot of neighbors are coming by. They don't even need the food themselves. They're coming by one, two, three times and filling up their car and pickup truck and take it to their neighbors. So our regular crew comes down and we fill, fill their car up with food. We don't give them one cookie. Yeah, no. But, no. but but the more people that come down that don't need it and take it to their neighbors, the happier we are. So come on down, folks. Next Thursday from
1: twelve to two. Get in line early. If not for yourself, I'm sure you have a neighbor that lives close by that could use some help. But unfortunately, the the clock on the wall. We're missing Chuck uh, right now, uh, Ben. But oh, Ben's uh, great at it. Why don't you uh, take the play the role of Chuck for us if you could, dear, dear,
4: dear. Oh, oh dear. dear.
1: Oh, dear. I've lost him.
4: He's gone, folks, but that's okay because he's amongst friends here. And as Chuck would say to all of our brothers and sisters, don't you dare go it alone. All this nonsense is on its way out, and good times are upon us again. And if you listen to WMEX, you listen to ATD, if you are listening to good talk radio about veterans and veteran services, you know... That there's a whole team of people, a whole world of people ready to help you, ready to reach out and take you back over to the good side. Call right now, 1-800-273-8255. Press 1 at the prompt, and you will be connected to a fellow man or woman who is a veteran who gets it. Tower never left. We've always had your six, and so we're not going anywhere. 800-273-8255 one at the prompt.
1: And to quote Chuck, your mission isn't done. Your mission isn't over. Come on back. Come on and join us. Come have coffee with us somewhere. Join us any one of these Fridays. We're going to... Chuck will be back next week and we'll be talking about everything else, all the coffees. But uh, come on down next week, folks. uh, Next Thursday, 12 to 2 here at WATD. We're going to be repeating this show on Tuesday night, folks. So if you missed it tonight... We'll be back on Tuesday. So thank you, folks. Thank you, Ben. Take care, everybody. Wolfie, thanks for all your great help. And uh, we'll, uh, we'll be back at it next week. Take care, everybody.